Hello, listeners. You're watching Music Sucks and I Want to Die on YouTube. Uh, it's your boy, Matt, and your boy, Jake. Yeah, and we're here today to talk about the greatest American bands ever and why they're amazing. That's right, music suckers out there. Hey. So, before we jump in, though, word from our sponsor. When I think of America, first thing I think about is the humble rancher. And that's why today we're drinking ranch water, original hard seltzer. Mm. You know, I really like the construction of this. It really brings me home to like a nice country day. They just have some subtle nice details, like there's a bull skull. Yeah, and a picture of Texas. And this plant thing, I guess. <laughs> Is it agave? Was that a plant? Okay. <laughs> So, let us open up the cans. To the ranchers of America. May you listen to the Grateful Dead forevermore. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's alright. Whatever. Alright, so, annoying intro aside, we're Music Sucks and I Want to Die. We uh, are here to talk about the greatest American band ever and what that means and why. Yes, I am ashamed to say that this topic came to me from a post on the gear page, which is some of the worst opinions ever put in a music forum. A little cringe. Uh, But I was reading some of the comments and thought about it, too, that typically in a discussion of best bands of all time, skewed heavily British, heavily Beatles, um, (laughs) and thinking about truly great American bands, so not necessarily solo artists or anything like that. Yeah, we'll talk about that, yeah. Couldn't come up with that many that maybe fit into sort of the legendary status the same way a Beatles or a Rolling Stones do. Sure, there's a couple, yeah. Well, and that's, but yeah, maybe there are a bunch, and for some reason we just value the Beatles so much. I don't know, but we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, so I thought we'd start off with just kind of like, what are, who could be the best American band? Well, uh, if we're going by sales. Okay. It's the Eagles, which is not good. Is best, not worst. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, actually, it's greatest American. Fair enough. Well, again, yes. Okay, fine. Yeah. So, if we're talking pure sales numbers, I believe the Eagles are the top-selling American band ever. Probably that would make sense. I think they're like number three of all time, which is definitely mind-numbing in its pain and suffering onto my heart. Now, perhaps musically, what would be the best American (laughs) band? Uh, So, I've always been. A sucker for the Almond Brothers. I believe I've talked about them on this podcast before. Oh, yeah, I don't. As I went through a bunch of lists, that band never came up on any list. No, no. So the, I don't actually know that much about the history of our great nation's music. Uh, how, how popular were the Almond Brothers? I mean, I guess as popular as any other Southern rock seventy that like bad. that like toured and played Fillmore's for seven yeah, nights I mean, straight. I think they're yeah. popular, I guess. Maybe something that comes up, I won't talk about this later, but also just the size of America compared to the yeah. UK. There's, Touring America sucks. a lot. Um, other that's ones that like, maybe the closest two I can think of were either The Doors or Van Halen. Van Halen is a good one, yeah. I think so. The Doors are interesting. I know they're not maybe your favorite. No, We've I talked about I them previously because yeah. they were like, what, number 10 on Scroofy's list? Of, yeah. Like, best album or whatever. Something like that, yeah. Um, I've been listening to them more, and they really did, like, their four or five albums, if you count the live one, I guess. Uh, they are all super consistently good. Yeah. And there's not really a bad moment in there. Yeah. Granted, and, they weren't around for as long. No, and that's also fine. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. So I think they could have a potential claim. Van Halen, maybe, without Sammy Hagar coming in there. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Hagar. You can kiss my ass. I fucking love uh, when love walks in. I love. I I like dreams, even though it's bad. But when love walks in is actually a banger. And Hagar is not that bad. Obviously, David Lee Roth era is so much better. But like, yeah, well, I think specifically the DLR era to me really kind of <laughs> epitomizes this sort of the sleaze of American rock. Sure, I, yeah. You know, I think that's something that maybe the British bands didn't necessarily have. Yeah, the sloppy side. The sloppy, yeah. like um, another band that I was thinking could maybe be one would be like Aerosmith, and that's another band yes. that has that. Weird. Weird. There's just something kind of dirty about it, yeah. and perhaps that is a uniquely American thing to this. I don't know. Uh, Guns N' Roses, another one I was thinking of, also has they that kind of sleazy. About shit. as sleazy yeah. as yeah. yeah, and then I like, guess hair metal in general, that whole like L.A. Yeah, for sure. for sure. I mean, what's that? The Motley Crue is like the most yes. disgusting band yes. of all time, yes. right? Exactly. Yeah. So you're right. That is interesting. Like when you think of... I guess the Stones had a little sleaze. The Stones actually definitely did. So yeah, but the Who were sleazy people, but uh, very but yeah, not, very straight ahead. That never came through in their music, no. really. Uh, but they might actually be like the most. Oh, well, you keep moon? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, in history. Jesus Christ! I mean, or, there's all the stories like Led Zeppelin with the groupies. And yeah, shit. I mean, yeah. like yeah, but like but you're right when it comes across hear it in their music. Led Zeppelin's interesting though because. You're right. It's not sleaze as much. I guess it's more rawness with Led Zeppelin. Yeah. I. So one thing that we kind of discussed is, okay, rock and roll comes from blues. Yeah. And so we have all these blues musicians, and then we have like the early rock, like Elvis, Chuck Berry, Little Richard, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then it goes all British. Yeah. And like every important for band like for a long time. Yeah, years, like the majority yeah. of important bands after that were all British invasion bands. Yeah. And maybe that is something that's lost in the sort of trip over the sea because the blues is like, again, sleaze maybe isn't the best word, but blues is blues. I mean, it's yeah, the rawness. It's, it's that like. It's it's closer to home. It's more visceral. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. In general, obviously. Right. And it's obviously still people like Aerosmith are ripping off black people that obviously. they don't have the same life with. But at least <laughs> maybe just having that American like being in from the same part of the country whatever yeah. you know in similar i guess you know i mean like yeah muddy water has been played with bands and shit like a lot of these guys were still playing when all this rock music was happening yeah and i guess maybe the british part doesn't really they can't really translate that because they don't know it it's not in their culture yeah it's way. well even if it is it's not nearly as uh direct it's not right there in front yes. of them at all times and another band i was thinking to the velvet underground that's Dirty music. I mean, that's the New York grime, right yeah. there. I mean, like they were like the they were so, they were like gross. Dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, and like all the Andy Warhol weird parties and drugs <laughs> and everything. Yeah, I mean, like no, it's like obviously that stuff happens in other parts of the world in the yeah. UK, but I, it doesn't seem to come through in their music as much. Yeah, and I don't know why. Yeah, like could you imagine like Aerosmith releasing Happy Jack? No, you know never, I mean? never. No, that, I mean that's a very distinctly British kind of sounding thing, right there too. Happy Jack, yeah. Even this title, yeah, yeah. Um, but my question then is, if there is sort of this like inherent American sound that this music is infusing in these sort of best bands, because I think all the ones we just said, Almonds, Doors, like they all have that energy to them. I would say, yeah, in some way or another, more you know, more some more sleaze than others. Yeah, um, but sort of that just. I don't know, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. If that is the case and it's more of an American thing, the British bands didn't really do it. How come all these lists are almost the British bands? Is there something in that sound that 
is preventing them from being top rated yeah. bands. What is it? So one thing it could be is it's inherently is well more awesome. No. So it's where the fuck am I going with this? It's just grosser. It's but the production's often a lot different too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you get a lot of more like I would say in like the, a lot of the British invasion bands that there's a lot more uh I guess just interplay happening in the band sense. Like for instance, uh it, when you think of a band like Aerosmith and you think of Van Halen, you have your riff, you have your vocal against it. Whereas like, in, you know, in, in a who song, there'll be like a lot of weird interplay between random sections and stuff like that. I wonder another big influence on a lot of these early British bands, especially the drummers was like the traditional jazz scene yeah. that they had there. I mean, yeah, I mean they have the, a lot of those drummers have the grip. From exactly. That. Yeah. that too. And maybe that is sort of bringing that responsiveness that the American bands, because if they're, because American bands were growing up on like, blues a a lot of that was just like one one guy, riff yeah one riff or there were blues bands but even then it was just rhythm solos obviously mm-hmm. but that's interesting though i didn't really think about that ever there that interplay does tend to happen more on the british side it seems yeah because like uh, when i'm again i'm thinking of like walk this way i'm thinking of oh, the doors are different Doors are different. Do, the doors yeah. honestly just seem like a British band to me for some reason. <laughs> Do they have that vibe? They have the, yeah. Maybe that's why maybe they're the best American yeah, band. Because they sound the most like Britain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, Queen Elizabeth knows something, dude. She's been around <laughs> for all in the it, water, dude. man. Sun's in the water. She's been around for all well, Another thing, like, I don't, I can't really think of any band in this drama, but like punk, that could be a thing. Like, like maybe the Ramones, mm. maybe. Um, in a weird way, the British, when they were copying it, they went, like, super sleazy, like, Sex Pistols. Oh, and, God. Like, you know, but that was also, yeah. like, produced and put together. Like, they purposely, these people were just normal dudes. Oh, the Sex Pistols? Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were dude, a boy band. They were a boy great. band, really. I their mean, interviews like, are really great, by the way. Oh, yeah, dude. I, uh, love, I love Johnny Rotten. Yeah, um, Johnny Rotten's so funny. Uh, but it's interesting that they kind of, basically, uh, Malcolm McLaren uh, really got a lot of that from... New York with mm. Velvet Underground and all that, and then CBGB's opening up at the time. And he did uh, manage uh, hmm, Dead Boys, or maybe another punk band from there, I can't remember, from America before the Sex Pistols. Okay. And then took all those lessons and went back and sort of made the Sex Pistols what they ended up looking like. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of weird that they keep stealing our shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just, again, it's. We think of these bands in like the same genres, like Sex Pistols and Ramones or punk bands, but they yeah. sound so dramatically yeah, yeah. different. For sure. Uh, I, yeah, well, yeah, the it, yeah, like you were saying, the Ramones are cleaner than the Sex. Obviously, the Sex Pistols are fucking the the production's like uh, worse, not worse, but it's garagey. Yes, uh, the Ramones are cleaner sounding. You know what I mean? Like everything's tighter. Stripped down, I guess you could say, a little sure, more. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, you know, the Sex Pistols and then, you know, eventually, like, The Clash and shit like that mm-hmm. are, have very odd images, stereoscopic yes. images and things well, like that. Yeah. Um, but it, I don't know what the, like, because the sound, yeah, we could, I think we could go to 90s and, like, 90s we have grunge mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, our, yeah, grunge is instantly took yeah. over, yeah. Um, but then in America, Britain, the big thing was, like, Britpop. Mm. As far as like bands go, and that's kind of the, like again super different. The grunge is like angry, 
a little like darker. Yep. The Britpop was very, well, I guess, Beatles based and yeah. that kind Resurgence, of thing. You know, yeah. Wonderwall and all of that. <laughs> um, but I don't know. These genres are always happening at the same time, and they're all the same genre. But I don't know. There's always something maybe a little darker, sleazier, something in the but, American side. Yeah. Maybe it all. Maybe you're right. Maybe it all comes from the blues. Maybe. Maybe it's like the blues were so pervasive in the formative years of like recording. Like you know the the tens through the thirties mm-hmm. that maybe it seeped into everything and obviously our connection with jazz too that too yeah yeah well I mean I guess that makes sense that like if you're in the place that created blues even if you're not listening to music or going to shows it's still it's, everywhere it's, it's coming happening to. it's in the water yeah and they didn't even have internet back then no well wow. that's the thing they actually had to, you know they had to import albums yeah and, like or pirate radio or whatever but like that's a lot different than just growing up with something and that's for any genre obviously if you grew up in South America. You're going to have a much different feel as someone who grew up here playing Latin music or something. You yeah, know? yeah, for sure. Yeah, so maybe it is the blues thing. Um, let's circle back because I want to go over like some of the lists I looked yeah, at. Yeah, we, we actually already digressed. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, so I looked at six different lists of the 10 best bands of all time. You poor sap. <laughs> so Rolling Stone magazine. <laughs> Number 10. Number 10. <laughs> Rolling Stone. Oh, by the way, in case you didn't get... Uh, the intro was satire of shitty fucking clickbait YouTubers. And I honestly hate myself a little bit for even doing it. Whose idea was that? Oh, yeah. That Number weird. 10. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are ripping off half in the bag again, too. I guess that's true. Uh, so Rolling Stone magazine. <laughs> of the top 10, eight were American. Interesting. They were all solo artists, however. Yes. And then two were British. Yeah. And that's something we failed to distinguish so far. Yeah. So let's bring that up now. We're not really counting solo artists because, like, technically, yes, there's a band. It's a yeah. group of musicians playing together. Elvis played with people. Yes, but there's a big difference, I think. Even if it's, like, one guy with the same, like, Elvis, say he had the same band his whole career, yeah. for instance. It's still different because it's still Elvis. The chemistry is different than yeah. four people who are Led Zeppelin. For sure. Or whatever. And, yeah, also, the chemistry is different and, like, the promotion is different, mm-hmm. right? Like, when you talk about the four people that are uh, Led Zeppelin, yes, you have a lot of focus on Robert Plant, but it's not, you know, all Robert Plant all yeah. the time. Actually, a lot, like, J- John Paul Jones and fucking... John Bonham, and J- John Bonham, I mean, yeah, yeah these Jimmy, are all names yeah, that, like... Exactly, yeah. everyone knows them. Yeah. Name one person in Elvis's band, just one. That guitar player, I should know the name of him because he's, like, yeah, he's historical. Really, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's really good. But I don't... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly, though. Like, I mean, if you think about it, it's like, how many bands can you name all the members in? I mean, maybe not. You can't do a ton. But, like, yeah. a band, I have way more bands than I would have. Oh, the guy who played with blah, blah, blah. For yeah, who, yeah. Who, the people who backed up Aretha Franklin. Yeah. yeah. Even if, again, it's like, I mean, all those studio musicians obviously are famous, but more just for being famous studio musicians, yeah. not being Aretha Franklin's band. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, those, yeah, Aretha had all the... The studio people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Probably the Funk Brothers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, I can already see the YouTube comments being like, well, actually, I knew that. The blah, 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 blah. We don't care. <laughs> not, not, not the point. But I, you're right. It's definitely when it's marketed this way and when it's uh, presented this way, like the other people drop into the background. It's an inherently different vibe than a, a whole band's worth exactly. of people. Um, so putting that out of the way. So Rolling Stone, eight of the ten were American, but they were all solo artists. Also a very heavy R&B lean. Oh, Like earlier, like Chuck Berry, like, oh. little, uh, Ray Charles, Aretha. Aretha, okay. Um, the only like rock, I guess I would consider from those was like Elvis. Yeah, yeah Elvis has got to be there. Uh, uh, Bob Dylan. Oh, okay. 
Interesting. Bob Dylan rock. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean he, he had, had it. Yeah, he yeah, had yeah. it. Oh, Jimi Hendrix, I think, too. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, okay. But, yeah, and we can talk about the Hendrix experience, if that counts or not. I say oh. no. I say no. Uh, uh, so The Jimi Hendrix experience is a band, but yeah, the so majority of the members are British. <laughs> <laughs> and they're named after Jimi Hendrix, so... We'll talk about that. We'll talk it's, about it's a, that, that's, yeah. a, that's an edge case. Um, moving on to Music Grotto, which is like apparently some sort of, like, music resource thing, like... I don't know. It was pretty big, it looked like, but they had, like, blog. It's, like, blog posts and also, like, want to learn how to play ukulele and oh, shit like that. Christ. So, um, they had five American bands, only two of which were solo. And this is out of ten? Yes. Okay. And I want to bring up the two that are solo that I'm listing are Prince and Bruce Springsteen. Because mm. both times, uh, well, these, both of these bands showed up on other lists as well, and it was always uh, Prince and the... And the Revolution. Yes, thank yeah. you. And Bruce Springsteen and, and the East Street. Street yeah. and so, again, it's kind of like a Jimi Hendrix thing, I guess. It's like, technically, that is a band. has a name. <sighs> different. I think so. And it's I, different. I don't, I'm not sure with Bruce, but I know Prince often swapped members out. I'm like, sure, yeah. You know, he'd have, like, different eras. Like, a David Bowie kind of type, yeah. you know? And, like, so, yeah, okay. Uh, Ledger Note. Three American bands. Where three were on the top ten, and all were bands. No solo artists. <laughs> one that they had here that no one else had was the Beach Boys. I don't think we thought about. Pre- I briefly thought about. Did you? I did. because Only because I know that um, Paul McCartney and uh, John Lennon really respected the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of cross paths between them, because they were about the same era as well. And they sound... Quite a bit different, obviously. Yes. Um, uh, and I, th- I always thought that was really interesting. The Beach Boys are also extremely popular and continue to be to this day. Exactly. So, I mean, maybe that would be a contender. We did talk about them on Hardest Artist Downfall. We sure did, man. And so maybe... Episode 9. Maybe, yeah. maybe that disqualifies them. <laughs> Let's talk about Guns N' Roses. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Maybe American bands just don't, like, know how to last long. Yeah, they, they, they burn out too hard, know. man. We're, Oh, but yeah, it's the only one that mentioned Beach Boys, but I do think that is an interesting choice. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would put them as a contender. Mm-hmm. They were huge, uh, really interesting music at times. Oh, yeah. 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 Very. I mean, similar to the Beatles, starting out with like kind of yeah. easy pop shit, going yeah, into yeah. more experimental and yeah, I mean, groundbreaking for the time. Uh, stuff. Yeah, ending yeah. at Pet Sounds or whatever. Yeah, or yeah. Smile. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. so I would, I would put them as a contender for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think so. Um, Parade was weird. Five American bands, four of which were solo artists. Sure. Their number 10 was Joan Jett. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, what? I mean, I like Joan Jett. I like Joan Jett fine, there's but... There's no <laughs> top 10 list that she would approach in any way. No, I mean... I'll, I can't think I'll, of... I'll talk at the end about, like, the artists that frequently came to, up and whatnot. Yeah, and like top 10 female artists with black hair from the 70s. She, she's yeah, she's probably yeah. top ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I yeah, that one song is so sick though. Uh, I hate myself for loving. Oh yeah, it. I mean, I like Joan Jett. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Good. Um, louder sound, which seems to be more of a rock. Yeah, I'm familiar thing. with them. Yeah. Um, only one American band on the whole list, but it was a band, and it was Metallica. That's one I wanted to talk about later. Yeah, and that's actually the like, yeah, I think that was the only one that mentioned Metallica in the top ten as well. Mm. Um. That that one also had a more weird. They had Iron Maiden, which was nowhere on all the other lists. <laughs> they had Rush, which I didn't see on another list either. Oh, Rush, but they're Canadian. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, but yeah. Rush is definitely not 
on the top ten, but they're really yeah. Good. yeah. Well, I guess we should clarify too. We're not counting Rush. We're not counting ACDC. We're not counting U two. Even though we're talking American British, but yeah. we're we're putting them in the British well, you, yeah. thing for now. Sure. I, you know, I don't know. Where's you two from? Uh, Ireland, so I guess technically. Yeah, that's yeah, Brit- yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, well, okay, no, we're not Where doing it. We're from? not doing it. Uh, oh, no, 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 we're doing it. Are they from Southern Ireland or Northern Ireland? I don't know. If they say they're from Ireland, they're probably from Southern Ireland. If I had to guess, okay, because you know what I mean. Northern Ireland and yeah, they said whatever. Any case. So they're not British. They're not British, but we're putting them on the British side. Okay. Good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, ACDC is like fucking Australian or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, they're all. That's Commonwealth. Commonwealth. Yep. Canada too. Canadian. Canada. Uh, oh. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, Canadian. Louder Sound. Yeah. It's also the only list that did not have either the Beatles or the Rolling Stones in the top two spots. Wow. Okay. Who's the top two? And that one, uh, I think number one was like. I think it was Guns N' Roses. That's that not one, good. yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Black Sabbath was on it pretty high, which wasn't really on any of the other lists as well. Um, That's interesting. Black Sabbath, I mean, Black Sabbath was... Yeah, no, I mean, again... Very influential. When yeah. we look at the British bands that could be the best, there's actually a lot of, like, yeah. competition there. <laughs> like, yeah. a lot of different things, but... It does, it does America, not so much. Yeah. yeah. Um, the last one was Ranker, which is, of course, that yep. site that goes uh, by... That we all want to die. Yeah. But, yep, cool. But people go on in there, and they vote, and so this is the... This is the people's choice. The people who go on to Ranker's choice. <laughs> Two American, both of which were solo artists. And one of them was... One was Jimi Hendrix. The other. The Jimi Hendrix Experience. Oh. Also the only one that put Queen as number one. That, okay. Queen is in a weird, (laughs) Queen's in a weird spot right now. They're like, there's some weird Queen resurgence over the past few years. There has been. I don't know what the deal is. Queen's good. They're awesome. They're not the fucking greatest thing that's ever happened. No, I think you could put all their good songs on one album, probably. Probably. And they did. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Queen's yeah. Greatest. <laughs> 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 uh. Yeah, so Queen's not that great. A lot of their B-sides are, like, really bad. Yeah. I mean, they're good. They got some good filler shit that's kind of fun. But sure. Like, yeah. Like, but, but, like, yeah, no, it's not. Uh, yeah. Compared to, like, Led Zeppelin or Sabbath on their... Right. Like, you yeah, know, no, Led Zeppelin's <laughs> so much better. But, like, you know, Freddie Mercury is obviously one of the best singers that's ever lived. Mm-hmm. Great. Brian May is really cool, plays yep. really fun stuff. Queen is a good band. They're awesome, very unique, yeah. great band. But. There's a lot of great moments that come from Queen. They do not stack up to the Beatles, Led Zeppelin. No. Surprisingly, Led Zeppelin was not mentioned that much. I would say Queen, uh, Led Zeppelin, uh, the not even the Doors, uh, Nirvana came up a few times. Mm. Um, but like only three or four of the six lists, or like half of them, I guess, but like... I don't know. I put Led Zeppelin on every list. <laughs> uh, the only two artists that were on every list were the Rolling Stones and the Beatles. The only two bands on the Rolling Stone magazine's top ten list. Wow. Yeah. You know? Interesting. And their number one was Beatles. I don't know, man. This is, like, not really related to our topic, but the Stones, man. I can never... I was never sold on them. Yeah, you're either a Stones guy or a Beatles guy. I guess so. I guess I'm a Beatles guy. I'm both, because I appreciate... Qua- qua- I can't... Wow. You know, we run a professional podcast over here at Music Sucks and I Want to Die. You want to try that sentence no, again? No, I don't. Okay, no, cool. I, um, the point is, the Stones... Stone, okay, Stones are interesting. Another, that could be a hardest artist downfall band if we ever do that again. I guess so. I don't really know enough about it. I didn't know they had a particularly hard... Well, well A, they're still on tour. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Keith Richard looks like he's made of leather yeah, now. I guess they don't really make new music anymore, but, like, they were going pretty far into the 80s and whatnot. Really? Like, yeah. I, I missed all that, I guess. Missing out. Oh, no. Yeah, so I never was sold in the Stones, but obviously they were, you know, 
a monumental figure oh, yeah. Yeah. in British yeah. rock mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So they again we're talking about British bands again. How do we keep going? With well, British- I mean, why? Yeah, I know that, that's why we're doing this fucking topic because yeah. it's so easy. Um, just to close up on that. So if we took all those lists and we went uh, the ratio of American bands to British bands, yeah, forty percent were American, sixty percent British. If I took out all the solo artists, thirteen percent were American bands. Ooh, obviously not a huge sample size, but like that's. That's saying something, yeah. yeah. And again, back to like the culture of promoting one person in America, maybe is something to do with it. Well, I do wonder, like that whole American independence. Yeah, you know, oh. I mean, maybe, maybe though. Like there is, we do do have sort of like we're out for you. You are for, out for you. It's all about me. You know, like that kind of. Sure, it's more of an American value, I would say, than a British one, probably. as far as I yeah, know. Europe in general, too. Yeah, probably, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, maybe culturally, socially, politically, politically, even like. I mean, like, our government system is, you know, one or the other. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, you know, we don't have a parliament. We don't have different parties, really. Yeah. Like, it's just... We have two. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe there is just a very unique feeling of American music, and that's why... Yeah. Um, maybe. That's, maybe. That's interesting. Yeah, maybe... Maybe also we place a higher value on, like, singer songwriter type of people. There is that. There is no instrumental band on any of these lists. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So... You know, there's there's aspects to talk about, yeah. Yeah, um, another thing is sort of all these bands were from the same era, essentially. 60s, 70s. Yeah, yeah the golden age. The yeah. golden age of rock music, one would say. And mm-hmm. so, um, moving forward, I didn't go through like specific lists for this. I just did a general search. But I looked at, just kind of Google best bands from the 2000s on. Way, way, way more American. Oh, like interesting. Heavy American vibe. That, I mean, yeah, where do we start talking? Like, uh, sorry, I'm burping out ranch water. Uh, so, who, who are we starting to talk about in the 2000s? Like, um, so, like, just the, looking at the. I see that. There's a lot more American, but there's a lot more I disagree with on these lists. Of course. There's stuff like Linkin Park, The Strokes, White Stripes, Green Day, Arcade Fire, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Paramore, Wilco, Blink 182, Queens of the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. I mean,. Some of those bands I like fine. Um, well, I, I, trying to think of in terms of like greatness itself, there's only like one or two bands on there that I would even consider. And it's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That, honestly, it is. It kind of is, yeah. unfortunately. I don't like the Chili Peppers hardly at all. Uh, but they, on the list of things you were talking about, they would get the closest for me. Yep. I, uh, yeah. To what we would consider what we're trying to define as greatness. Yeah, I heard this band called The Killers. Yeah, yeah they're killing it. So like let's take a brief moment to like just expand a little bit on what we're trying to figure out what greatness actually means. Sure. Greatness. I would start off with influential. Okay. Influence the music around it. Mm-hmm. Popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be popular. Uh, in some way, like l- legacy, long yep. lasting. Okay. Uh, which is where one of my, a couple of my favorite bands kind of fall off a little bit, I think is in the legacy department. I did want to bring up too, we as we're t- on that note, um, Talking about how the golden age, well, obviously that has more time to establish these artists' legacy. Sure. But then I'm looking at this list and like, you know, let's see, the White Stripe, or Red Hot Chili Peppers started in 1983. Yeah, dude. I mean, they've been around for a long time as well, and they still don't really get up in that conversation. No, White Stripes, 97, Killers, 2001. I mean, you know, it's been like 20 plus years for most yeah. of these bands on this list, and it's not as long as Led Zeppelin, but... Yeah, and so, but again, they also have a slight disadvantage as well. There was not nearly 
the saturation. That is also true. So, yeah. like, uh, speaking of ripping off Red Letter Media again, they talked about the blurring effect of pop culture, mm-hmm. right? You have so many sources of things going on. We've talked about this at least 800 times. I'm sure you guys are already turning off the podcast by now. But, like, when you have that, uh, that level of saturation, it's hard for any one thing to stick out quite as much, obviously. Yes. So, it, they had a disadvantage, and also they're just not as good. So... <laughs> It was interesting, too, like, looking at these post-2000s, there's actually a lot more rock bands than I thought, like, off the top of my head, because it seems like the music shift has been more into pop, rap, EDM. Yeah, kind of for sure. But actually, there was a lot of, well, rock bands, yeah. but I mean, there was the whole indie rock era. Oh, sure. You know, there was, like, the blues rock revival, there oh. was emo, there was, you know, I mean, <laughs> like... All-American Rejects kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then also, like, uh, when you start getting a Slayer and stuff like that. Metal, too, yeah. Metal, I mean, yeah. You know, again, like, only one of those lists had Metallica and Slayer, or uh, Iron Maiden on Iron it. Maiden, and, yeah, and they were specifically a rock yeah. publication. I, I, I really like Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah, me too. They're yeah. awesome, yeah. 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 Uh, but, yeah, so... I definitely wanted to mention Metallica. I'm glad that one of the lists had them on them because they're an interesting case for sure. They, I think, of the most recent groupings. Like, and they, again, yeah, '83, right? Like when when was when was uh, fucking Master of Puppets? Like '84? Something like is it? Yes, the third album, I think. So like yeah, '85. Yeah, like yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah. The third album was in 1985. Like, this, these bands are older than we think they are, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm pretty aware of how old these guys are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I haven't looked, looked at a picture of Lars Ulrich. No, no, lately. but you're right, though. I mean, in my mind, it's still Metallica, uh, the first time I heard them in high school. Exactly. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, back yeah. when they were doing, like, Enter Sandman or whatever. Sure, sure. But, you know. Uh, but, yeah, actually, uh, I made a note, the most contemporary bands on that list were, the most recent was Nirvana. Then, like, 90. 1990. Then, yeah, yeah. Then Guns N' Roses and then Metallica. Okay. So yeah, nothing past like '93 or anything like that. Well, let's take a let's take a moment then. Who? Like, uh, well, what if we left the rock world? But uh, like, maybe like I don't know if I want to like the Wu Tang Clan. Well, I was going to say like we don't really involve rap. I mean, I don't want to get into a bit debate of like, well, is it a band if they're not playing instruments or anything like sure, that? Because, yeah. um, you know, sampling is an instrument and mm-hmm. whatnot. And, DJ, but but yeah. I, probably best we just sort of remove that from the equation for right now. Sure. Although the Beastie Boys played like rock instruments. True. Wouldn't put them on greatest anything list. But uh, yeah. Um, I, I like them a lot. Um, but yeah, more contemporary. I mean, they're British, but one that came. Well, no, actually, they, I didn't realize they were around that long. I was thinking Radiohead. Radiohead's been around since, like, 90s, yeah. 85. 85? 85! Holy fuck. How, how old are these people? <laughs> Why are they still doing this? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, so dude. Radiohead's been around since 85. Even Green Day's been since 87. What? No. Okay. Oh, you're right. So, no. There's, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So there's something going on. Here's what's going on. These bands, before... Before they make it big, will spend years building yes, themselves obviously, up. Obviously, yes, yeah. yeah. So, what Green Day was on the grind for what eight years if they started in '87? Well, let's see, was their first? Was it Dookie or Kerplunk? I think it was Kerplunk was their first. Yeah, let's see, let's see. So, Green Day spent eight years on the grind in L.A. Right or wherever the fuck they're from. I think Bay Area. Bay Area. Okay. I think so, oh, Kerplunk was second from '91. Oh, wow. I mean, so they went, I mean... Maybe they did take off kind of fast. Maybe we're just stupid. I mean, yeah, maybe they were a band for a while, but I don't know, maybe the first album was like 89 or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm sure it was terrible. No. Uh, or demos or whatever. Yeah, Like, yeah. when they first what, had a, a something. Deal. Yeah, a deal. something out there. 
Um, Something you could listen to and not kill yourself with ear splitting like guitar. Yes, exactly. I mean? yeah. um, but just looking at this list, and again, it's just well, <laughs> Destiny's Child is an interesting. Yeah, like groups of singers is an interesting yeah, kind of yeah, thing. like in sync, and uh, that's actually what I was gonna say. You know, boy band, boy I mean, bands. Beach Boys, or a boy band. Beach Boys played the Beach Boys. I know that one. Then, well, the yeah, problem is that's... they played terribly. <laughs> Uh, what, uh, there's a song they do. Uh, slip, Daddy. What's that song with the little do scoop? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a drum fill at the end of the bridge that's like so out of time. It's embarrassing. They the white the Beach Boys are very white and do not groove. So I just wanted to. He's <laughs> gonna put that out there. I just wanted to put them on blast for a second. The Beach Boys are amazing. There's white people. <laughs> Uh, another American band that I think is pretty good. I don't think they deserve like best ever, but Queens of the Stone Age. I when you mentioned them in that, I was like, you know. But again, looking now, ninety six. What? See, in my mind, Queens is maybe my timelines are all fucked up. Queens of the Stone Age is firmly mid two thousands in my brain. I mean, I guess that's probably when they were most popular. Sure. But yeah, I mean, maybe that's another weird thing. Like, it, I don't know if it's an American versus British thing, but like taking longer for these bands to pop off. I, it must Maybe. be. So like Beatles just, started in 61, right? Yeah. And then got famous very, very fast. Yeah. Same with like the stone. I mean, like, like it, it was an invasion that should exploded exactly like, instantly. Yeah. So like how long did it take the who to get famous? Also, not the, that long. Also, I don't the believe, who would be a contender as well. I think so. Um, that kind of happened in the grunge era. Yeah, like uh, Nirvana exploded. Yeah, they yeah, well, because like Nirvana and like Alice in Chains and Soundgarden and all of them, they were they were they, 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 it took them a while to get up. But like once grunge hit, it was like ban, ban, ban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the, you're right. They know. were grinding the OK Hotel shit for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess once there's a scene established, it's a little easier to get slide in there. But well, I guess of, when you're like innovating, you know. Yeah, but like outside of the big four. Grunge bands. What other grunge bands do people really talk about anymore? What are the, what are the big four? So we yeah. have Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains are the big four. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm. There were a lot of bands in Seattle making good music around yeah. that time, but yeah, I can't even think of really the grunge no. band now that you're talking about it. Fuck, Stained. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, been a while since I've listened to that. Yeah, no, they just, I mean. Ending the show right now. And just actually looking on the British side, too, of these modern bands. So the Arctic Monkeys were kind of big. They were. That that represents... 2002. That's when we're starting to shift, yeah. Yeah. Um, Oasis is somewhere on here, I'm sure. That's earlier, but... The Oasis uh, is earlier, yeah. yeah. They also blew up super quick. Did they? Yeah. Um, Other than that, man, it's very American, very 80s, 90s. Yeah, 70s, yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually, some of these. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I don't know if that has anything to do the time they're being released as why none of these bands are on these lists, just not having enough time. Yeah, maybe. Any of those bands, though, we couldn't really think of any of these bands that would be on a list. Mm-hmm. Like, out of those, we had, like, Metallica. Yeah. And, like, a couple others, maybe, but, like. I think we're now also in solo artist territory in our current cycle of pop. There is that. I mean, what's it like a pop? What's like a band that tours on uh, the biggest stages? They're all, it's like the Rolling Stones. It's, <laughs> exactly. no, it is. Like, it's you know, still, it's still that. Bands. Bruce Springsteen's always up there. Yeah. I, like, uh, Axl Rose is still touring with fucking yeah, Guns N' Roses. They're in Europe right now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. Uh, Axl Rose is also touring with ACDC, right? Oh, I, thought, I don't think he's doing that anymore. Oh, uh, okay. I, I, don't know, I think ACDC stopped once uh, Malcolm died. Oh, 
Yeah, you asshole. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say thank God, but it would be it would be nice for these people to stop touring and let other bands tour. But like, who the fuck else would take their place? Yeah, that is the question. Like, I guarantee if we went on Spotify's top ten rock shit right now, they would not be real bands. And it also has like, the way probably to do with the way we consume media in our generation as compared to let's say the Boomers or Gen X, right? Mm-hmm. So they're obviously grew up in an era where live music was one of the only ways to. Uh, you know, interact with your artists. Sure. Now we have uh, interactions on social media constantly. We also have, you know, all the streaming platforms, whatever. It's so easy to access. So we probably don't have the motivation to go see, uh, like, go, like, how much do you want to go to the Tacoma Dome to go see, like... I never want to go. Exactly. Like, I've never wanted to go to Climate Pledge Arena ever in my life except for a hockey game. Like, I don't want to go see... I am a little sad I didn't go. I wanted to see Daddy Yankee at uh, Climate Pledge. <laughs> that probably would have been fun. It probably actually, would have been yeah. amazing. I saw a couple of videos from it. But another thing to talk about, live shows are so expensive now. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I, with my dad is a huge music fan. And yeah. so I think we have a total of like six concerts that we're going to throughout the summer. Damn. And you're spending thousands. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like even like, even like the ones in Eugene at like the tiny outdoor amphitheater are like 60. Some of them are getting yeah. up there. Like, I mean, oh, and then we went and saw Jack White at Portland. That was a lot. We got tickets. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction are playing up oh, there in November. I like both those bands. I know, I'm going to that. Yeah. But they're, yeah, super fucking expensive, yeah, man. Know, and these bands, again, are from like 90. Yeah. <laughs> and again, okay, so maybe I'm wrong on this. Smashing Pumpkins, in my mind, are firm at mid 2000s. But we're going to Google you're this. you're going to be a little... Uh, we're going to Google yeah. this, and I'm, it's going to be like 93, and I'm going to be very I'm sad. I'm pretty sure it's that. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. Let's see. But, yeah, because I don't know why. Maybe it's because... Uh, it must be because I was young, too. Years active, 1988 to 2000. Wow. It must be because I was, like, in middle school at the time. Oh, and then I guess 2006, they kind of came back. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know I so it must be with the time I interacted, and obviously I could have like researched every band's timeline in the history of America, but I didn't do that. So here we are. Um, I know we definitely got off of the American versus British thing here, but I think there is something weird happening here that maybe is included because I think if we looked at the top, let's just say artists, uh, popular music from the last I don't know ten seventy years. Oh, seventy. Like, wow, yeah, okay. yeah, from like say. British Invasion up to, like, now. Sure. And the world include, like, singers and Taylor Swift and all that okay. shit. Okay, Throw it all in there. I will imagine that it will skew more American. I think the majority, if we took all those artists... Yeah, uh, because of yeah. the last 20 years. Yes. Yeah. Specifically because of that. And is that maybe something that you're saying, kind of how media is interpreted and, like, reacted to these days? There's just more shit now out there. America's way bigger. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but it seems like Britain, Britain, I, you're having, a I can't here. do countries today. Uh, yeah. Drink uh, more ranch water. You'll God. be, good. actually that's, uh, so there's a stereotype about Americans not knowing anything about any other country. I'm right? living up to it. You are. And you're drinking the most American thing we can drink. It's got like agave and fucking bull skull on it. A lone river cuts through the high desert of far West Texas. Out of the Lone River flows ranch water. Legend has it, the first soul to taste ranch water followed miles of Texas stars until found asleep under a pignon tree. While what transpired on that journey remains a mystery, its spirit inspires to this day. Drink ranch water. Ah. 
So yeah, um, it, it, well, I was saying so. Oh, I was mispronouncing country names. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, the British bands had one moment. It seems one era mm-hmm. of music that came from America, uh, and, <laughs> and then yeah, never what like past that like Britpop in the nineties, I guess. Um, but that wasn't even that no, huge. Like, uh, there's. They had some punk stuff. Oh, yeah, okay, punk, you're right. Punk is the Are we sticking to rock? Let's just say yeah. popular music. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, well, there's also the police. Yeah. Uh, but the police are always so weird. I never, and they are kind of in the punk era. I mean, a little yeah. post-punk, I guess you would say. But like, I definitely would never say that. <laughs> well, I mean, like, post-the era of punk. No, I, like, know, yeah. I know what you're saying. I mean, I don't know. if, if We always think of them. American punk is like, you know, Ramones and shit sure, like that. Yeah. But actually, most of those bands were actually weirdos, like Television, Patti uh, Smith. I mean, yeah. they're not really punk in the sense In the sense of, we think of it normally. Yeah, yeah, they're more art bands, art rock yeah. kind of thing, but technically punk. Yeah. yeah so, totally. Um, but yeah, so we had punk, police. Um, punk, police. Clash, yeah. Uh, I guess Europe had, like, you know, like ABBA. <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Disco. Yeah. But again, that was an American thing. Disco? Mm-hmm. Was it? I thought disco was like a heavily like European dance culture. I mean, it got big there, but if you read seven uh, major... I'm, major, I'm <laughs> on chapter one. He has a whole chapter about disco on dance, but like, dance, yeah, okay. but it goes into like, it's a, yeah, New York kind of... Oh, uh, snap. Like yeah. who? Uh, it was, you know, DJ parties, basically, mm. and then just kind of going from there and then Tight. into Nile Rogers and all that shit oh. after that. But yeah, yeah, it's American. Yeah. Yeah. Can we shout out that book again? That's <laughs> <laughs> really good. <laughs> I'm starting to read it. Major labels by Kalefa Saina. Yep. That's not the worst pronounced thing I did today. Yeah, that's true. Somehow. <laughs> but yeah, so back on topic here. Uh, but yeah, I know UK has like popular like dance scenes and hip hop and like mm-hmm. it's big over there, but I think on a global like. Well, okay. Let's, let's, do, an, let's do an exercise. Uh, we have Taylor Swift, we have Katy Perry, we have uh, Pink, we have Kesha, we have all these people, these pop girls. You know, name a pop girl from the UK right now. Lord. Oh, not bad. That was pretty quick too. That's that's might be it. Might be it. I'm sure there's very famous artists over there in their and country. maybe it's also partially we're drinking ranch water American but yeah. well I mean but still like I think you've obviously listened to like top charts a lot in Spotify yep. and see what's going on and it's mostly American or Latin and, uh, American yes. like, and that's <laughs> another topic yeah, yeah dude. so let's not even get into that right now but no but yeah. Uh, yeah I browse the charts in other countries very very frequently and America is dominating mm-hmm. everywhere. And again, Latin America, which is crazy and awesome. But y- yeah, so it's not any of these British artists that I, mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah, it's even honestly, Justin Bieber still performing really well yeah, in a lot yeah. of countries. Um, um, so maybe maybe we can kind of like Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sort of some elements that might be the reason that there's not a lot of American bands on these lists. Mm. Time period A, which just the way more amount of music we have after like the 70s 80s sure. things like that maybe um the well one thing i didn't talk about but you kind of brought it up the british and america were both taking blues music at the same time um but there's a whole old thing in amps 
like guitar amps. Yeah. It's the Fender Clean and the Marshall Dirty. Mm. And I mean, Fender amps, Leo Fender was a country player. He was trying to make a country amp. Yeah. And it's a very clean, like high ad room, bright yeah. amp. Whereas if you get Marshall amps, that's distortion. I mean, like shred town. Yeah, yeah. I was just loud. It got bigger. Everything was heavy. People like Pete Townsend. And they were kept bigger. Blowing yeah. amps and shit. Yeah. Like, um, badass, dude. And so if we compare those, it's like, yeah, there's good American musicians and everything, but as far as like rock goes, like that's the sound of rock. Sure. You know, that like when you think of a rock guitar, it's a big Marshall stack yeah. with some distortion and totally. <laughs> that kind of shit. Um, and then from there, I think like, yeah, even though we were saying like the punk, like that's really more eclectic stuff. So like mm-hmm. even going back to like 70s, early 70s and shit, like. <clears throat> It evolves a lot, and a lot of different things started happening. Now, maybe we're kind of at the apex of that right now, where there's just so much different shit sure. happening that rock isn't even really a genre anymore. Bands I, aren't really a thing in that same sense. Not, like, the, not yeah. in the way anymore. Yeah. yeah, I mean, everything's like, even going back to like 2000s, like stuff like Nickelback or whatever, it's like, they're a rock band, I guess, but yeah. no, they're a pop band with guitars. Sure. Yeah, you know, it's... And that, like, gorilla voice. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, well, yeah, well, what about the emo bands of that time, too? Okay, yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's about, man, it's fucking talk about going out with a whimper. <laughs> <laughs> move along, move along. Oh, my God. Um, but maybe it was just sort of, like, right place, right time kind of thing. They happened to have a different sort of value in what they were trying to do than the Americans were. Sure. And... We don't really just care about bands as much, or there's just too many that we can't really have defining eras of bands. Because I guess what would the last one really be like grunge? Yeah, and then emo, I guess technically. Uh, but like, well, has emo had the time to have know, a legacy? Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Well, it's funny saying grunge too, because again, there was like not that much. But it wasn't very long. What like five? Six well, I years? don't know. Kurt Cobain died after three albums. Like, it's <laughs> like yeah, I don't. You know, it's like it came fast and went pretty fast too. As, like, is, as is the American way, dude. Yeah, yeah, Honestly, American like yeah. unless you're the Eagles, <laughs> unless you're all these bands that are still touring. But no, maybe that's that's another interesting American thing is like the Blaze of Glory. Yeah, well, I mean, we we're saying hardest artists are downfalls, like. Oh. We, could, we could list a lot of American bands yeah, in that yeah. list. Like, so maybe there's maybe there's something to that. Like, well, there's also maybe the thing too. A lot of these bands, like Aerosmith, for instance, mm-hmm. they just keep hanging on, mm-hmm. and maybe despite the odds, yeah, and they go through try to keep over the times, and like someone like David Bowie obviously did that. Sure, but David you know, Bowie's a special case but for sure. Led Zeppelin called it quits after John Bonham died. Mm-hmm. Beatles are out after, you know, like four or five years of music to get like from their first to their last album was not that long. What? No, they, their first album was 63? I don't know. Something like that. And they, their last one, oh, their last one came out after they broke up. That's yeah, right. That's yeah, that's true. Okay, but right. yeah, going from there. But like, yeah, sure. it's in within 10 years. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, easy, no, it, yeah. easy within 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are other examples of who kept going after Keith Moon and John Ambrose died and they should stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who had some 80s stuff yeah. that is uh, suspect? Yeah, but may, I don't know. There's like, yeah, maybe these bands, like Leonard Skinner kept performing after their singer died. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> So, yeah, it's all pretty complicated. It's complicated, but there's not really an answer to this. But I would say some factors, like just culturally, what we find important. Yeah. What music, what music what, what music we found important yeah influential um 
it was interesting. All the American bands besides the Doors, which were listed like the Doors and Nirvana, were the two American bands listed most. Okay, but even then, it wasn't that much. And it was either weird shit like Joan Jett, or it was Bob <laughs> Dylan. Yeah, like, our Jimi Hendrix came up a lot, but yeah. Is it time to settle the Jimi Hendrix debate? All right, real quick? we can do it. And then after that, we should try just list what we think are the greatest. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Jimi Hendrix and the Jimi Hendrix experience. If we are going by solo artists with bands or considered solo artists, like Prince yep. or Bruce Springsteen, Jimmy wrote all the music, Yep, all the songs. Uh, took all the solos. <laughs> took all the solos. <laughs> Mitch Mitchell was an amazing drummer and a super huge part of that sound. Noel Redding was a guitar player that they made play bass. <laughs> uh, not, you know, nothing wrong with him, but like. I'm not going to say he was a very important member. Mm-hmm. In fact, he was let go at a certain point. Um, and that's the other thing. When you think of, like, bands, like, you can, na- like, think of John Entwistle, right? Yeah. Things like that. Like, every member, even the, even the bass player. Even the, ba- even the even bass player. Even the bass player. Who yeah. do you have in America? Flea? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that's and, it. <laughs> and, like, again, going back to the police, even Sting was actually pretty good, oh, yeah. man. Sting was a beast on bass. Yeah. Is a beast on bass, I should say. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... Um, so it was Jimi Hendrix. I will give Mitch Mitchell a huge contribution. Sure. But again, Mitch and Noel were British. <laughs> yeah. Jimi Hendrix experience made his name in Britain. Yeah. Like he was just doing the R&B circuit here forever. Yep. yep. Um, band of Gypsies was an American band that he had together, but that was one album and it was still Jimi Hendrix and Buddy Miles. So it was almost like two people. Like, sure. Duo. Duo almost in a weird way as far as like leaders of the band so that's an interesting it's a live album anyway not counting counting. (laughs) live album suit no No, that's one of my favorite albums actually yeah yeah, it's pretty good um but for these reasons i will call him a solo artist especially like comparing him to someone like bruce springsteen i'm not a fan of bruce springsteen but even if i was i don't think there's anything so remarkable about what he did or does still i guess but just how transformative Jimi hendrix was to music. I mean, for an, for an instrument, but, yeah, yeah. for an entire instrument. Yeah, yeah. but like, and, which then went, I mean, you know. Became the dominant yeah. instrument. Yeah, Eric Clapton sounded a lot different before and after hearing Jimi Hendrix yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, so I classify him as a solo artist, I think. It's a, just too much of an important figure, and the band wasn't even really a band. It sure. was a ba- It was a hired backing band, basically. Yeah. yeah. So that's my opinion. So my opinion is I don't know nearly enough to have one. I don't know hardly anything about the Jimi Hendrix experience, and you literally just taught me more than I knew already. So I agree with you. Great. Yeah. Glad we're on the same page. (laughs) Woo. So what do you say we list what we think are the greatest American bands? Okay. Ourselves. Okay. we can kind of trade. Okay. So I'm going to start off with the Eagles. I hate you so (laughs) much right now. No. It's weird. It's not about... just real quick, and we kind of mentioned this earlier, but if I were to pick five British bands of this era. Yeah, it comes off in one second. It yeah. comes off in one era, and I think it's debatable. Like, I think, you know, are The Who better than Led Zeppelin? Are they Ooh. better than Sabbath? Like, you know, yeah. I, I mean... The Beatles usually will rest near the top. The Beatles will, but I think there's arguments to be made. Yeah. Like, I could see how one person would like Deep Purple over something else. Or whatever, oh, yeah. God, Deep, Deep Purple's Purple's too fun. Awesome. I know, right? But on the American side... Let's just say the doors, for instance. Mm-hmm. But there's just like 
Always, there's always any band we name. There's always going to be something. I'm like, yeah, I can't really call them the yeah. greatest because of because yeah, of yeah, X, yeah. because they're actually a British band that just happens to be American. <laughs> but let's let's just okay. Let's and try the it. Eagles can't be the greatest band because they're fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a there's a but. But let's try to name a band without any buts. Uh, I have three. Okay, well, give me the first one. Uh, Van Halen. And the only reason I can't go with Van Halen is because of the Sammy Hagar era. What? Ah! I think it's trash. No! <laughs> I do. I really do. Can't do it. It's a uh, different band. It I don't like I mean, it. Yeah, it's a different band. But it already was happening during the DLR era. You're right. You're right. So I mean, there's a Van Halen, uh, Eddie Van Halen quote where he's like, I'm really pissed that the most famous song that we have is where I don't play guitar. Yep. Right? Yeah. So this was happening, and David Lee Roth singing on Jump. Yep. So I guess that actually makes the butt even worse, doesn't it? Actually, and Jump is still a banger. Jump's a banger, and I actually just was thinking about, like, it's because it's so synthy and almost poppy, mm-hmm. and still David Lee Roth brings that sleaze in, though. Sure. Hey, here, you! Who said that? I'm going to sit here my back against the record machine. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's very, like... These images that kind of come out. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, and his delivery, It still too. has that. His delivery edge. is very, yeah, yeah. like, mm-hmm. um, not, in, I want to say, like, aggressive, but also not, like, you know, like, punk aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, that, it's that unique American snarl or sure, something. Yeah, 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 attitude. It's yeah, the tube. It's the tube. It's the tube. British people are too polite, and they like tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, Van Halen, I would put, has very few butts as being the greatest American band. Okay, um, I'll go one Aerosmith. As far as just quintessential, like, rock, blues-based rock, from a similar time a little bit later than, like, early Deep Purple and... Black Sabbath and stuff, but you know, contemporaries. Sure. I would say, had they not kept going and Forever made and ever terrible, and ever terrible and ever. power ballads. Oh yeah, they have a couple of those. Yeah, so that would be a butt for me, Aerosmith. And also, I want to say their era of the Arrow era. You shut up. So the era of like their banging era is not very long. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I which it, I guess doesn't have to be necessarily. I mean, again, Beatles. Well, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the Beatles lasted longer than Aerosmith's really good era. Yeah, I'd have to look at their discography. I, I'd say they probably have like four or five solid albums you think in, so? a row, in a row. I think they have okay. a run. I mean, maybe not super amazing, but like yeah. all of them. I, like, like, I can think of three But like, albums, I'd say, yeah, yeah. The, the pinnacle of their career, maybe. I could, I could see it being in like a four yeah, or five Yeah, whereas album. the Beatles were pinnacled for eight, Every nine time. years. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say their run was probably a little too short. Uh, not other than that, though, I think they're a contender. Yeah, totally. They sound American. I will say that. Like, Van Halen and Aerosmith sound American. Yes, very much so. Yes. They're about as American as you can. Unlike get. the Doors. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, they're British. <laughs> Jim Morrison happens to be American. <laughs> um, how about the Beach Boys? Yeah, they're a contender. Like, I'm, the only but is they're kind of bad. <laughs> no, no, no. The Beach Boys are great. Uh, they okay. have... It's tough to say, though, because they don't have as American of a sound. Well, as... I would argue surf music is uh, sure. a very well, I mean, American they're kind of fake surf music. No, they are, but maybe that's part of it, because, like, yeah, they're not really in California. What's more American... Surfing? Then appropriating <laughs> someone else's culture and using it to make money. They're the greatest. <laughs> you might have an argument there. <laughs> no, no, so the Beach Boys are make great music. 
they had a long period. What, 10 years? Maybe not some, quite that some long. Them, some there. But they yeah. were, yeah, yeah. Of like, of being at the top. Mm -hmm. And their legacy, obviously, uh, continues to this day. Everyone, people still think God Only Knows is the best song oh, ever written, which is, is <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, George Martin said that, actually, as oh, well. Oh, from Game of Thrones? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know he was such a fan. Yeah, great. Uh, fucking British people. <laughs> <laughs> is he British? He's not British. The Beatles, no, <laughs> no, uh, just, I don't. Where's George R. R. Martin from? I think he's here. Yeah. From, yeah, no, he's American. It's like Midwest or something oh, like okay. that. I think I can't remember. Well, really not important. <laughs> yeah, true. But so, yeah, they had a long period at the top. The Beach Boys, their legacy continues to this day. They, what was our third criteria? Uh, influential. Influential. Yeah. What, yeah. what influence did they have? Ooh, that's kind of hot because I feel like. They seem like Simil almost isolated. Yeah, well, I guess their biggest stuff is similar to what the Beatles were doing too at the same time. Yeah. So I think well, they're going to lose out to the Beatles every time as far as like, Even though I don't think they should in a lot of no, sense. No, they were contemporary. Yeah, I definitely agree. And, you know, but, I prefer a lot of, I mean, I love a lot of Beatles yeah. songs just as much as I love the Beatles. I just think you'll hear more people talk about the innovations the Beatles were doing in the studio over the Beach Boys. Sure. And yeah, I, I definitely want to say the Beach Boys had a huge studio right. innovation until like Pet Sounds. Yeah, exactly. And, and that they was were, They were copying right? each other, going back and forth a little too. Yeah, I mean, they, but yeah, well, they're they very were, contemporary. They yes. were, yeah, they were. They were speaking essentially. You know, they were yeah. having album conversations. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? They were coming up with new stuff, and that was like an interesting kind of relationship. It was really. It cool. is, I guess that. It's hard to say. I mean, because if we look at psychedelic, I mean psychedelic music has come back a lot like throughout the years in maybe more subtle ways than Beach Boys and Beatles were doing. Sure. So I guess there's that influence. As far as like surf rock goes though, like that's not really no, a genre. They, and no, that never well, went anywhere outside of... Outside of Dick Dale, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I guess not. It's all, I mean, surf rock's really just kind of variation of like 50s, early 60s rock yeah. and roll, right? Like Totally. So, yeah, I guess that would be honestly probably my best contender the one that i would yeah, come up with yeah i get um one i was thinking we didn't mention earlier and i don't know if it fits all three categories but an interesting one might be ccr yeah ccr is really good super good popular legacy influence they had such a specific sound that still happens but it's no they were very they were influential yeah they were but i mean their sound is maybe a little more of a direct rip of blues and oh, yeah. kind of music. I mean, they, they performed blues songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think they had a unique voice with it, but it's hard to maybe say they are the biggest reason that kind of music is still popular, because when there's like every blues musician ever. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, I think they're a really good band that doesn't really get brought up much and very consistent. I mean, yeah. You know. Okay. I mean, I love CCR. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm down for that. But... Again, I just don't think they have the level. Yeah, probably not. My last one that I was thinking of was Metallica. Metallica, obviously, in the influence category, was huge. Yes. They influenced every metal band for the next 20 years, and probably to this day. Yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. uh, so. I gotta imagine, like, I know it's other bands at the same time, but, like, as far as bringing metal to more of a mainstream. There's no, no. one that did it like them. So, I think Metallica, and, and like you mentioned, they were only on one list, right? Yeah. So, I'm not sure what exactly caused them to be underrated. Maybe because they aren't perceived as rock? 
Well, it's interesting because I think everything like past their first early thrash stuff is rock. It's alternative rock. It's heavy yeah, rock. Yeah. It's not metal after a certain point. Right. You know. Yeah. Like, like so yeah, I would consider them hard, yeah, hard rock. They still, yeah. I mean, but their name is Metallica. So like, Well, that's again, influence. They created a fucking name of genre. Well, actually, no. not really. But, <laughs> but, but like metal became what they yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they definitely, of any metal band from that era, they were the only ones that got as successful. For sure. As a, that's, yeah. That's it. That's it. It's yeah. Metallica. Moving, uh, and mean, then 10 years later. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I mean, and like, I know we're not huge on metal. I don't really know what's happening in contemporary metal. There's some bands I like, but I don't think they're... No, not household names like Metallica is. No, you know, no. You know, our parents know Metallica. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, but also another thing is metal as a genre or metal as a uh, group of genres is m- very splintered. True. It seems like it's that and like electronica are like some of the most divisive, like mm-hmm. m- more click esque, which is very kind of odd to me how that ends up happening. This is like, there's just so much of it, I guess, that it's... Yeah, I guess if you got really in any genre, it kind of could find that, I, I guess. guess. But like, so. I don't really know, though. Yeah. It just seems that way. Yeah, no, I think Metallica is an interesting one, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, th- I, well, think about it, you know, I mean, legacy, influence, yeah. both enormous. What's the third one we had? Length? Did, uh, longevity? Is that? Why I don't remember. Why can't, well, we're stupid. Yeah, I should have wrote them down. <laughs> Maybe. I can't remember uh, anything past five minutes. How, they lasted a long time. Yeah, I mean, they're still going. Yeah, still well, going. yeah. They so, came out with a new album, like, not that long I ago. Know, <laughs> I'm sure it's not right now. I'm sure it sold... 20 million copies, yeah. Like, yeah um, kind of on, on that same path, my final choice will be... I can't. I think it hits our list perfectly, but for some reason, I just don't... Maybe you can help me talk this out, but yeah. I would say The Velvet Underground. <sighs> uh, my brain resists it. I know. Pretty quickly. Too, but well, as far as influence of any of these bands, I'd say they're the most influential. There's that old saying, only 100 people bought Velvet, uh, Velvet Underground record, but every one of them started a band. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but really, like, that's where you had starts of punk, starts of art rock. Yeah. Incorporating modern classical into a rock band. Uh, even though Frank they, Zappa notwithstanding, yeah. Yeah, actually. Um, but uh, at that era, I mean... Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know uh, my timelines well enough. Um, the other thing... Uh, oh, and even their like, later two albums are more like... Folky indie, like it, that's where indie rock comes from. Like guys moping, <laughs> and like sure. and emo and things like that. Oh, like, our last criteria was popularity. Popularity in their in their era. So, so that is the biggest the pro- problem that's the here. Problem. They are very popular with the few people who knew them. Yes, and like Lou Reed, and and eventually became, they. Yes, and they well they had a really short career, four albums. Yeah, yeah. So, Lou Reed kind of went on to become more of a star. Yeah, Lou Reed had tough, um, yeah. did not with Metallica. Yes, he did. Uh, so maybe just that's the reason they're not popular, and that, and they're like not really accessible in the same way. No, Aerosmith yeah. or Van Halen is. Yeah. They're, they're weird music. It's not like it's not built for the masses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, compared to like shit happening today, it's not that strange. But yeah, no. like at the time, yeah, it's I'm not, sure. Yeah. It's not what rock in music the 70s, was. Seventies, yeah. Um, honorable mention though, Captain Beefheart and his Magic Band. Let's talk about their influence. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Theoretically, but no. <laughs> yeah, no. So popularity, no. No. Um, <laughs> influence, not really. Uh, legacy, best rock album of all time, according to Pierce yeah, Groovy. Right, that's right. <laughs> Shout outs, man. Uh, oh, Toto. I mean. <laughs> just for being on Beat It. <laughs> yeah. Just for being on, like, yeah, the most, the one of the best pop albums of all time. Yeah. 
but no, no. Uh, I, I love Toto. I like our 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 choices. Our choices. Yeah. I think. I think. I, you know, I've kind of convinced myself into the Beach Boys, man. Yeah. Even though we didn't even talk about them at the beginning. Yeah, they were on one list. Yeah. So, like, out of like what Beach Boys, Metallica were on a list. Guns and Roses. Yeah. But Van Halen wasn't on any of the lists. Did you see the Eagles on any of them? No, thank God. Yeah. Maybe one of them had them like seven or something. Yeah. I can't remember now, but like, no, it was not very Eagles heavy. That's interesting because they're literally the most popular ever in America. Well, by record by, sales. By album yeah. sales, yeah. And I wonder. Actually, there's something about the Eagles. I remember reading about this now. The Eagles didn't sell that many albums initially, if I'm remembering this right. They actually have a very strange, uh, like, sale history. They sold, like, a shit zillion compilation albums. Well, I recently listened to episode two, Anatomy of an Album, oh. where we discuss this exact same thing. Yeah. If you recall, we went through the best-selling album list. Yeah. And Best of the Eagles was, like, number three or something. Sure. And then Hotel California was, like, six or seven after that, um, which came out right after Best of the Eagles. Yeah. But... We ended up looking it up, being like, oh, this must have been the best selling because it's been like a million years. Oh. We found it was the number one selling album until Beat It. Jesus. Yes. Well. So <laughs> that's basically the reaction we had last time we had this discussion. Yeah, well, I'm glad I have the memory of a goldfish. <sighs> I didn't want to remember. I just literally just listened to it <laughs> like a week ago. <laughs> well, very fortuitous. Dude. Ugh, that blows my mind, man. I, I still don't understand. I don't understand. So maybe we should be talking about the Eagles a little more. I mean, they're not. They're a little offensive, if that's what you're about to say to me. Okay. Not like outrageously so. No, they're, just, they're not terrible. They're, they're so like boring. boring. That's what it is. It's they're boring. so boring. Yeah, that's why they're best selling. The blandest, you know. They are bland. They're probably the least uh, committal, I would guess, to a sound. Yeah, I mean, I guess like that California rock sound. I mean, mm. it's kind of a thing, but it's a very like it's so narrow watered. genre, so yeah. watered down too. I don't know. I don't. I think they like don't commit to a specific sound. Everything's got its you know place. Yeah, yeah. And I just, but you know, on an objective level, the Eagles probably were okay. Okay, let's do it. Fuck it. We have our three criteria. Um, Popular, insanely. Yes. Uh, unbelievably. Influence? Well, well let's talk wait. about their influence. Well, greatest guitar solo of all time. Shut up. Uh, According to Rolling Stone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah. Well, who did any, I mean. Who I, followed in the Eagles' footsteps? Maybe like, well, maybe we start talking about like, because for some reason I start associating like good bands with the Eagles, like Steely Dan. Like your softer well, rock. You're more easy listening. Yeah, even, yeah. Even like a Christopher Cross kind of thing. I started well, talking. All these bands kind of, those bands kind of came out of the more, of the California rock. Sure. But like Buffalo Springfield, mm. um, Flying Burrito Brothers, shit like that. <laughs> yeah. And then Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Young yeah. um, and it kind of, you know, then the Doobie Brothers. And then you have, Doobie like, Brothers and then you have sure, like yeah. Steely Dan and stuff like that. And so I almost put them as contemporary or at least kind of coming from the same place in a way. Okay. Ish. Obviously, Steely Dan ended up doing much crazier yeah. things, but like that sound to me kind of is associated with that place, that okay. time. And well, I always thought the Eagles were a touch before. They were, but yeah. like, were they enough? I don't to- know if they. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Steely Dan was aware of the Eagles. I don't know if they were like, oh, these guys are. They got the sound. Let's kill. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. I think they more were coming out of like the Doobie Brothers and things like that. Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I don't, 
but yeah, past that, like, what band is like, oh yeah, they're like the Eagles. Yeah. I can't think of any. I can't think of any. Maybe because it's so bland. You, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing just, you can attribute to Yeah, them. what, um, two guitar solo harmonized together? No, yeah, <laughs> I third, mean, yeah. yeah, like, uh, maybe that is their legacy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, so, I guess the last one would be, yeah, Legacy. I mean, they are still a very yep. popular, important band in the so world they, as well. They should be talked about more than they are. Well, yeah, but I'll, they just are so boring. I'm going to have to do a de- an Eagles deep dive at some point yeah. just to really kind of get to the bottom of yeah. this we should, have like, <laughs> we should have like a series where we're like investigating. Yeah. Fucking, we need to get to the bottom of why people like this shit and how. Yeah, that's going to be rough. That's going to be pain, <laughs> dude. They have so many songs, too. It's, their catalog's huge. But you know, maybe we're missing something. That's right. All I've really heard are their hits. Yeah. They're pretty bad. Yes. I like one of them. And you're probably... Take it to the limit? Yeah. That's yeah, okay. Okay, good. Okay. It's okay. I like that song. I don't hate any other songs, except maybe Hotel California. I, well, but just because I heard it so much, sure. I'm sick of I it. I don't hate Hotel California at all. I don't like Life in the Fast Lane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about all the songs I can think of that I are, I'm offended by. Yeah. That's it. And they have so many hits that I just don't care about. Yeah. I, it's not even that I hate. I just can't It's very like get the energy to care. I don't want to say cookie cutter because they were not cookie cutter, no. but like it's if you were like, here's an example of a rock and roll song from the 70s. Yeah. It's like you could use any Eagles song. Check, yeah, sort check, of like, yeah. check. Yeah. There was no distinguishing. Yeah, they don't really have a like a thing. They don't have a hook. They yeah, don't have, yeah. Yeah, so Eagles are very American. They're very popular, all that stuff. They, yeah. they, I just can't. I can't do it. Well, well okay, we'll come back to be, our Eagles. We'll do an Eagles episode. Yeah, there's something here. <laughs> there's something we're missing, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> uh, one more honorable mention? Sure. Almond Brothers, man. Yeah. Probably not the popularity level no. required. Legacy, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Influence is mostly on jam bands, though. And Sure. Well, oh, you know, well, now that we're going to go down this no. road. No. Okay, fine. <laughs> but we are going to talk about the Almond Brothers for a second, because okay. they are amazing. Uh, their live sit at Fillmore is like some of the best oh, live yeah. recordings I've ever. They're heard one of the life. best bands of all time, yeah. in my opinion. The, like, like, how many times do you listen to a twenty-minute blues song and not get it's bored? It's so cool. I mean, how many bands would have released that at that time too? Yeah, like, that's, exactly. that's crazy. <laughs> what, what was that year of the Fillmore East recording? Was it seventy-one? I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is early shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bands were doing that live, but releasing it on yeah. a record. Well, when like, was that? When was the Grateful Dead? Uh, Europe '72 was like their big live one, right? I don't know. I don't S- like them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a Deadhead at all. But like, uh, I actually forgot to mention they were on one of these lists. The Dead or the Almond Brothers? Dead. Were the Almond Brothers? No, fuck. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the Dead. I mean, Legacy. There's that. Yeah, they have Legacy. Popularity? Not really. That's the thing. It, it's their fans are extremely super fans. It's like you either love the dead or you're like Fuck don't the give dead. a flying yeah, fuck. Yeah. yeah. So and that was actually in this book called Major Labels. <laughs> they talk about the dead and how they there was like a quote from one of the members. It's like you know we show up to a town. It's either two things: either it's insane and there's deadheads everywhere, or we have no one come to our show. Yeah, that's yeah. who they are. And all or nothing, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. Th- 
Dead's another band we could investigate, but I'm never going no, to. No, I can't do it, dude. You can't do I it. Can't You'd rather listen to the Eagles and the Grateful I Dead. I would much rather listen to the Eagles and the Grateful <laughs> Dead, honestly. Like, <laughs> I think I'm there with you. I just get so... I can't. They're so boring. <laughs> I, I like into some weird trance state where I don't think about the world anymore and life sucks. <laughs> I guess that's the point. Yeah, and well, I'm just like in a downward Drop spiral. Drop acid and let go. <laughs> yeah, maybe yes. It's the missing ingredient that we're, you know... <laughs> then the dead will make all the sense exactly. in the world. All the sense in the world. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, but anyway, back to a good band, the Allman Brothers. Yeah. Uh, they have a few really good albums with hits. They do. Um, yeah. Really only one super popular album, I would that, say. Yeah. Well, Eat a Peach. And I Eat think Peach, Fillmore sure. is... Yeah. It, the, Fillmore is probably like one Brother of Brother and Sister was pretty big. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's their so, most famous, yeah, right? Yeah. Eh, that or Eat a Peach, I would say. <laughs> and that cover's pretty iconic. Um, okay. Uh, that is an interesting band, kind of like... Um, we didn't have too many examples of these, and I can't uh, think of it off the top of my head, but... Every member was really crucial, but there was something about Dwayne Allman. Mm. He was really, I don't want to say famous, but people really loved Dwayne Allman. Is that right? Yeah. And, I mean, he's an amazing guitar sure. player, um, but he has quotes where he's like, yeah, Dickie Betts is the good one. I'm the famous one <laughs> in the band. And, like, um, it's kind of joking, but, like, for a guitarist, well, I guess Van Halen would be another example yes. of someone like that. Yeah, like, it's like, for some reason, when Dwayne died, the band just was done. I mean... They kept going, obviously, but, like, that's real. Like, once Dwayne was out, it was done. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to, I'm trying to think of the Grateful Dead. And uh, actually, all their members are still, or they were, they were doing it for a long time. Yeah. I think Jerry died and they now they're, found someone. Yeah. Well, now they're dead in company, I think. Oh, okay. Well, it's that's kind of like honoring. One or two yeah. original members. Yeah. Okay. Brief aside, thoughts on Jerry Garcia? I probably good. Yeah, again, I, I can't listen to the Grateful Dead. <laughs> um, he gets, well, he's on a lot of other stuff too. He is. Um, he. It's one of those things where these like artists get legacies that are not correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'll rephrase that a little. Uh, but, I like, like that. Plenty. <laughs> he, like, I just remember reading guitar magazines a lot when I was a teenager, and there'd always be like demystifying Jerry Garcia and his use of jazz modes. Cringe. Yes, and yeah, they had a lot of Mixolydian vamps. Wow, and that was, yeah. was so modal. Yeah, so Mixolydian like doesn't count as modal. It's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Unless uh, all blues is modal. Yeah, well, not the not the standard. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> fuck, fuck up. <laughs> not the jazz standard. <laughs> um, but that is that's always like anytime like someone brings up Jerry Garcia, they're always just like, man, he was just so like influential with really bringing like music theory into it and like these long solos. I really well, like, he did do long solos. He I'll did long that. solos, but like I'm sh- he's fine. I don't want to listen. Probably to him. good. Yeah, but, yeah, but I actually like. I mean, if we're talking Grateful Dead, um, was that American Beauty? Is that or American Rose? Or, uh, it's the one that it's like their best American Rose. Something like that. American something. There's a rose on it. There's Amer- uh, Amer- America. It's America. Yeah. Well, that's the greatest American band. We didn't oh, think about America. Shit, we didn't. What about the presidents of the United States of America? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I was just going to say, like, on their recorded stuff, not live, where they have more, like, three-minute songs. I like his little, like, solos. They're, they're nice little, like, just, like, kind of bluegrassy sure. influence kind of. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's probably fine. Cool. Chalk that up. That's solved. So, we came to our conclusions. 
We had about three each with solid contenders. So anyone we missed on the list, let <laughs> us know in the comments. And make sure to like and subscribe and click the bell so you get notified on our upcoming videos. Ding! <laughs> oh, I hate life. If you're not... <laughs> if you're not wanting to die right now, you're not listening. Rant or listening? Let's do rant first. Okay. You um, go. I can. Okay, I actually kind of want your input on this. I'm, yeah, I'm curious it. what you were going to think. Rant. Um, so, my rant is about knowledge of music. I don't want to say theory, but final say music theory. Okay. In bands with people of different levels mm -hmm. of understanding and the struggle of trying to explain something but not getting too crazy with it, but having a way to do it. And I'm, I. I can't find a good way to phrase this. It doesn't make me sound like condescending as fuck. But, for example, in this country band I'm playing in, okay. we're playing a song. And the song, the chord progression, the entire song is G, D, A, A. Cool. And, oh, no, I know where this is going. So what key is that? Yeah, yeah. Great. What in your opinion? Like, I mean, not, uh, without not no, hearing the song. Yeah, I know. But Based like, on the fact that there's two A's, I'm going to guess it's flat seven four. <sighs> That one and yes, a. yes, it is Jake. Cool, in my opinion as well. So, a first part. Hey, first problem is we have the discussion of so like okay, what key we're we gonna do it in because they're changing keys because to fit the voice. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So if he's like, I want to move it to F. Oh, now no. I know that means G. Yeah, yeah I already yep, know yep, this. Yep, yep. But here's the problem. Here's where I get fucked up. I guess so. In this song, we we're playing with a harmonica player. Now, I don't know if you know much about harmonica I keys do. work. I do. They're strange. Basically, what they call... Harmonica is usually played in what we call they call second position. Okay. Which is basically, if your harmonica is in the key of C, usually you play it in G. And that's where you get all the bluesy Yeah, of course. Well, G, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Jerry Garcia is obviously be very proud. Modal. So here's where it gets fucked up. So... Move it to F, and that could have been fine, because, like, A, I don't want to think about what key it's no, in anyway. I'm just yeah. fucking playing it. It's just a fucking three-chord, typical blues-based shit, like, sure. whatever. Um, but then the harmonica guy goes, so what key harmonica should I use? Yeah, but well, it just becomes a communication issue. It does, but then we got into it. So basically oh, what happened, fuck me. in my opinion, the correct answer, and again, I'm not a harmonica player, but my, correct, my opinion, if he's just doing kind of the fills in the background... His her, if we moved it to G, but it's flat seven four in G, mm -hmm. I would say probably get one in C, because you're gonna have your the blues licks and whatnot. And that'll, yeah, that'll it work. It just so that happens setting. that the flat seven is in exactly <laughs> yeah. weird. Yes, right. But no, because I said well C because you play G. I'm like well the song's in F though, Matt, not G. We changed it from G to F. Uh -huh. So then we had this like like the bass was like I will bet you it's in F. And I literally, had, like, what ended up happening, I just sat there and, like, played. Where do you hear it end? If I stop on all three of these chords, where do you hear? the Like, where? And I'm like, oh, yeah. But it took a long time. And I don't, I'm not trying to, like, diss on anyone's music theory knowledge or anything sure. like that. But, like, it's frustrating. I think shit like that happens a lot in blues-based rock bands kind of thing. Because that element is not important until it is <laughs> and then you find out oh everyone kind of thinks of these things in different ways mm -hmm. and or doesn't think about it at all and i don't know just something i ran into recently and got sure. me thinking more about and how 
theory when applied to something like that is kind of a weird thing that doesn't uh, yeah. quite make sense. So you have to just sort of learn that. Yeah, I mean, go, you know, you need different toolboxes for yeah. different for different projects. Exactly. So I encounter s- similar uh, situations uh, in dealing with you know singers of all different types, um, different styles of music, and it just you have to identify and you did you did great obviously you you did basically everything you could do i can kind of see the look on your face when you're playing those chords being like hmm, what key is this <laughs> well it's at a certain point because like i oh i get it dude. I, like like if i bring up the concept of the flat seven we're going to be here all day <laughs> like yeah <laughs> so when i have these kind of communication issues i i separate the people into i i, I communicate with each of them differently and that gets frustrating to everyone else, but it's the only way to yeah. do it quickly and efficiently. Uh, you have to switch. You have to switch languages. You really do, and especially and, and that's fine. Yeah, and normally it wouldn't matter, like because in say that situation, it could have just been like I didn't think about it like quick enough, I guess, or I wasn't really paying mm-hmm. attention when he asked for the key. But exactly. I should have. I should have immediately said. Yeah, I should have immediately said C or whatever. Right. He, yeah, harmonica key C. But right. Should have yeah. just said that. But then there, the debate started, and then it got like. And then, and, it, and, so, then it, and then when that happens, yeah. you literally have to go step by step. Oh yeah, and yeah. the harmonica guy's just sitting there like, I don't fucking know anything. Like, well, give me a harmonica. Yeah, yeah, basically. So, I don't know. Weird shit. Yeah, weird shit. Being a musician, man. Yep. Still, all the little things you run into. Totally. I'm trying to think of a rant. No, yeah. Kind of can't. It's hot as fuck in this fourth floor apartment. Is that you haven't had a day off in? Uh, I guess I could talk about that. This has been like the most insanely busy summer of my entire life. Oh, actually, yeah, there's a little rant out of this. M- making money as a musician is difficult. To do, like, what would I, what I guess I would consider good money, I have been working probably 10 to 14 hours a day, playing several shows a day for the past four months. Uh, some of those days I'll only have one show or, and then I'll, you know, yeah, do right. whatever and make charts or whatever shit I'm behind on. Pay my fucking taxes, whatever. Yes. So, and to, but like to make the money that is considered like good money, this is what's required. At least in yeah. Seattle. Yes. And at least, uh, and actually when you listen to our previous episode with Nate, you, with Nate Omdahl talking about the union, you talks about all the ways that Seattle is actually kind of different than other cities in terms of what's available here and what's not. Yes. We're not a huge city. Uh, not quite as many opportunities as in L.A. or New York. This is still a vibrant music city, so there is music there, yes, work. Yes, you can do it. And, I, and I'm doing it. Takes it takes a right. lot more time, effort. And yeah, yes. and it takes a little more hours than it yes. would otherwise. And again, things we talked about in the last episode, but none of that is counted towards your pay necessarily. <laughs> like, Definitely not. It can be, but like it's not really the same thing as working an hourly job and being, I'm here from X to X. That's... X an hour, and here you go. Sure, yeah. it's so it's it's difficult to parse. Yeah, and I've been working a fuckload, and I'm, September it finally slows down a little bit. But like f- like late April to now, which now by the way is like August fifteenth or whatever the fucking day is. Not even close. Nineteenth, cool. Uh, it's just been nonstop. Several shows. The only day I had a day off on was when uh, we were going to do uh, this band I'm in. We we're going to go to Wisconsin. And that f- our flights got canceled the night before. And um, to, sorry, Carrie, if you're listening, but like, I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. I was like, it's a lot elated. Dude. I mean, so just that too, like that being that busy, and now also flying to a different states. At, like that's like it's five thirty in the morning. Yeah, it's not like it's one thing you're just running around town, but like 
Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a whole nother, like, oh my God. Exactly. Traveling. And I've been doing a fair bit of traveling. Not like anything major, but lots of long drives, four or five hours. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's a grind. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, we're doing Portland in a couple yeah. days. And the day and before that, I'm like, tomorrow. So this weekend for me is tomorrow. I'm playing in Bellingham, which is, you know, two hours north. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little more. I can't remember. And then next day is Portland, which is three hours south. Yep. Well, Portland, so it's going to be four hours. Uh, and then the next day, I play in Anacortes, which is two hours north. Yeah. That's a lot of driving. Yeah. And that's... But again, it's it's good money right now. And so I'm kind of taking it... And that's kind of the self-employment mindset, too, yeah. is to never, ever say no to anything. Well, you know, the hustle culture is a very american thing and that's why these bands you find that i'm gonna drink my ranch water now <sighs> but what you been listening to oh Meshuga beach party what Meshuga beach party 20 songs of the chosen surfer what <laughs> <laughs> this is a surf rock band oh that... beach boys this <laughs> is a surf rock band that plays like Jewish traditional music <laughs> in surf rock. Okay, that sounds badass. It's badass. It's okay. It's really good for like small doses. Yeah, one of those things it, where it's like we get it. I got it. Like, yeah, hey, and yeah. luckily the songs are generally pretty short. But the album's called Twenty Songs of the Chosen Surfer, not Eight. So it Makes does sense. it does get <laughs> old. But the novelty for like ten minutes is so awesome and like. When you listen to surf rock, you know, even like think of the most famous surf rock song ever, which is what, Miserly, right? Yeah. Da, na, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Jewish music oh, yeah, can, yeah. is filled with alternate modes, you know, alternate to what, you right. know, American, Western right. stuff in general. So it was already ready for it. No, it, it totally makes sense yeah. in my head, uh, for sure. It's really fun. All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, Miss Sugar Beach Party, which is fucking a great name, and then Twenty Songs of the Chosen Surfer. Which I will is check also that out. hilarious. That's awesome. I will check that out. Yeah, it's fucking great. What about you? Uh, another great American musician, Tom Waits. Oh my guy. Oh, uh, I, did I do a Tom Waits listening once? You might have. I don't I think remember. I did. I think I did Rain Dogs once. You probably did. Yeah. I have been listening to Bone Machine. Oh, uh, awesome. It's uh, actually did a little research because I didn't really know much about it. Uh, 1992 his previous album was five years before so he kind of took a large hiatus between albums Um, and he came back and I guess they found like a weird basement like concrete room to record it in or something it sounds cool it's very Tom Waits Um, but it's really it's like my favorite type of Tom Waits where he's just weird and shit ton of weird percussion and just kind of like blues <laughs> like just like so it's literally prototypical tom Waits. yeah okay. but it's just very like everything's very extra on this album i feel like it's just very much he's like in that zone doing that interesting and it's got uh i think the guys from primus are on a couple songs interesting <laughs> and then um keith richards is actually on a song as well <laughs> that poor bastard uh but yeah it's really cool i mean bone machine tom Waits, you can't go wrong what do you think working with tom Waits is like I bet he's, like, kind of normal. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I've listened to a couple of interviews of him. He comes across normal initially, and then he'll just say, like, one thing that's really weird, and you don't really notice it at first. Uh, he did an interview on a late-night show with one of those people from, like, the 90s. I don't Maybe it was, like, Letterman no, or something. Yeah, yeah. whatever, yeah. And, like, he was, like, a very normal interview, and then, like, he broke in and said something like, uh, uh, like, possibly, like, not, not like offensive, but, like, kind of, 
somewhat insulting, but like in a very casual way. Mm-hmm. So like you don't know if he meant it. I mean, probably not. But he's just like so weird, and he's wearing like his his body language is kind of odd. Yeah, I don't know how much of that is him or like act or if he is like weirdly fucked up and weird some way. Yeah, like, like body wise. Yeah, because yeah. no, yeah, like every time you see him, he is kind of like slouch. I want to say he's yeah. like le- he's like yeah. leaning to his. I don't left. know if you've seen any like live videos of him, but that's, yeah. he, he stands on stage like that. Yeah, so yeah. maybe there is something going on know. with that. It might just be his brand. I don't know. Uh, another quick aside, like if. We talked about solo artists. Like, where would Tom Waits fit into this? You know, he, I mean, uh, kind of on that Velvet Underground side, like, yeah. super influential. Uh, yeah. yeah, but, like, not really. I mean, he's a household name. I don't think people really listen to him that much. No, though, but know? he is a household name. Yes. Everyone knows yes. Tom Waits. And he's been in some movies, um, so he's like. Yeah, he's been like, in Ballad of Buster Scruggs, oh, dude. Oh, that's right, yeah. It's so, that's, like, the best one except for Panshaw in that uh, movie. Actually, speaking of Tom Waits and movies and interviews, have you seen Coffee and Cigarettes ever? No. You should check it out. It's fun. It's um, basically just little short vignettes of two or three famous people talking over coffee and cigarettes. Okay. So, like, one of the, the better ones is Bill Murray in a diner with the Rizza and Jizza from Wu-Tang. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It, it just kind of, it, it's, it's, like, arty, but it's kind of like a setup to, like, a clue death yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. One is Jack White and Meg White back when they were, like, just getting famous, and Meg White's explaining a Tesla coil to Jack White, which is funny because Meg White never talks in interviews or anything. <laughs> so it's just her that's going a, off on this whole thing about yeah, that's, that. That's interesting. Yeah, um, get people in an environment they're comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's. I'm not sure how much is directed and how much it was just there. Like, just go, man, go. Uh, but one of the better ones was Tom Waits and Iggy Pop hanging out. Um, interesting pairing. Um, and it's pretty funny because Iggy Pop is like idolizing Tom Waits. He's just like, this guy's my fucking hero and blah, blah, blah. And Tom Waits is just being super like rude and standoffish the entire time. <laughs> and it like ends with like Iggy just like being really like fucked up that he met his hero and he's like an asshole basically. Don't meet your heroes. Uh, but it's just kind of even that when he's like acting and that it he does kind of have a weird vibe to him. So I don't know how much of that is him and how much is the person, yeah. the persona. Yeah. But yeah. Coffee and cigarettes, really good movie. Cool. And one more time, the album is Bone Machine. Cool. Because mm-hmm. we left that for a minute. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> wow. So I think that concludes the greatest American band debate forever. I we hope to it. God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we are going to do probably a, a little dig into the Eagles, which is going to make us probably kind of sad. So make sure to turn on your notifications mm. for when that video comes out. And subscribe to our Twitter, at MusicSucksCast. My name's Jake. I'm Matt. This is Music Sucks and I Want to Die. We'll see you at our regular upload schedule in two weeks. Later, gamers. <laughs> Please kill me. <laughs>